Good evening. This is All India Radio and I am Sanjay Mattu with the news at 9. The headlines. Prime Minister Narendra Modi leaves on a 3-day visit to Russia to attend 5th Eastern Economic Forum and India-Russia annual summit. Prime Minister exhorts teachers to stimulate creativity among students to find solutions to their day-to-day -day problems. Restrictions on mobile phones in entire Jammu and Kashmir to be lifted in a few weeks, says Home Minister Amit Shah. Indian Air Force inducts eight Apache attack helicopters to enhance its combat capabilities. Cabinet clears recapitalization of IDBI Bank with one-time infusion of funds by government and LIC. and Indian women's cricket great Mithali Raj announces retirement from T20 internationals Prime Minister Narendra Modi has left on a 3-day visit to Russia to attend the 5th Eastern Economic Forum or EEF summit in Vladivostok The Prime Minister will be the chief guest at the EEF summit He'll also take part in the 20th annual summit between Russia and India In a series of tweets ahead of the visit, the Prime Minister said he's looking forward to holding extensive talks with President Vladimir Putin. The talks are aimed at strengthening the India-Russia Special and Privileged Strategic Partnership. Mr. Modi said during his visit he'll release a special stamp to commemorate Father of the Nation Mahatma Gandhi's 150th birth anniversary celebrations. An innovative app to popularize yoga will also be inaugurated. He'll also visit the Zvezda shipbuilding complex in Vladivostok. Earlier in his departure statement, the Prime Minister said his visit to Vladivostok is the first ever by an Indian Prime Minister to the Far East region of Russia. Foreign Secretary Vijay Gokhale has said during the Prime Minister's visit, India and Russia will chalk out a five-year roadmap to enhance cooperation in the oil and gas sector and other areas. In his media briefing, Mr. Gokhale said. Several other MOUs are also expected to be signed during the visit. A number of MOUs are expected to be signed between Coal India and the Russian counterpart for export of cooking coal and for cooperation in the mining sector between the Steel Authority of India Limited and the Russian counterpart in the area of audiovisual co-production in the power sector in developing a maritime route between Chennai and Vladivostok and a number of business MOUs also in fairly important areas. Meanwhile in an exclusive interview to AIR correspondent Sanjeev Kumar Indian ambassador to Russia DB Venkateshwarma said the two countries will endorse new strategies and find new areas of growth to achieve the goal of 30 billion dollars of bilateral trade by 2025 the two leaders will review the traditional pillars of our bilateral cooperation that is in the field of economic ties defense nuclear and space in all these areas we have cooperation that goes back several decades energy is also another area where india and russia have been long time partners and i am happy to inform your listeners that between india and russia the relationship of trust and confidence between prime minister modi and president putin is at the topmost level our correspondent covering the prime minister's visit has filed this report Prime Minister Narendra Modi's Vladivostok visit is expected to take India-Russia bilateral relations and cooperation to a new height. 
the prime minister and russian president vladimir putin will explore new dimensions and strategies to strengthen economic relations both leaders are looking for various areas of mutual interest to expedite opportunities in far east russia india is interested in the region for diamond and coal mining gas and hydrocarbon and agriculture related opportunities while russia is expecting investments in the region from indian side India is also looking the scope of human resource export in the region besides expansion of their relation in traditional fields of economy trade defense civil nuclear India and Russia are also exploring new areas of cooperation Sanjeev Kumar Singh for AIR News Vladivostok Russia Prime Minister Narendra Modi has exhorted teachers to stimulate creativity among students to find solutions to their day-to-day -day problems Interacting with the recipients of the National Teacher Awards 2018 in New Delhi today, Mr. Modi pointed out that encouraging creativity will act as self-motivation for children and enable them to compete with themselves. He highlighted the importance of using technology as a teaching aid and urged the awardees to give every child an opportunity and not to bind the students down. Home Minister Amit Shah has said the restrictions on mobile phones in entire Jammu and Kashmir will be lifted in a few weeks. A delegation of the Jammu and Kashmir Panchayat Association called on Mr Shah in New Delhi today to discuss the aftermath of the abrogation of Article 370 and Article 35A. Talking to reporters after the meeting, Minister of State in the Prime Minister's office, Dr Jitendra Singh, expressed confidence that normalcy will return to the state soon. He said the restriction on mobile phones has been lifted to a large extent in the entire Jammu and Dodha regions and some districts in the Kashmir Valley. He said the Home Minister told the delegation that it's just a matter of time before restrictions in other areas are also removed. Dr Singh said 2 lakh rupees insurance cover will be provided to all sarpanches in the state. There would be provision for providing life insurance cover to the sarpanches. There would be jobs available for four to five in each of these villages, and the government would actually travel down to the villages, and it will be through the medium of the sarpanches that the preference and the priorities of the people would be decided. The job appointments would be made absolutely on merit without any consideration whatsoever, so that the kind of mind-centered conditioning which has happened as a result of the decades of dynastism can be done away. According to an official release, the Home Minister informed the delegation of Sarpanches that henceforth the provisions of the 73rd and 74th Constitutional Amendment Acts will be applicable to Jammu and Kashmir. Information and Broadcasting Minister Prakash Javlekar has said very few police stations are left with Section 144 in Jammu and Kashmir, and those will also go soon. Speaking to the media in New Delhi, he said there was no bullet fired or tear gas used after the abrogation of Article 370. Jammu and Kashmir Governor Satyapal Malik met President Ramnath Kovind today. The meeting took place at Rashtrapati Bhavan. The Supreme Court today said the CBI custody of former Finance Minister P Chidambaram will continue till Thursday in the INX media corruption case. The Apex Court asked his counsel not to press for interim bail plea till Thursday. The plea was filed before the trial court yesterday and was scheduled to be heard today. The Enforcement Directorate today arrested Congress leader and former Karnataka minister D.K. Shivakumar in connection with the money laundering case. Official sources said Mr. Shivakumar was arrested under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at the rate AIR News Alerts.
The Indian Air Force, or IAF, today formally inducted eight AH-64E Apache attack helicopters into its inventory at the Air Force Station in Pathankot. Apache is the most advanced multi-role heavy attack helicopter in the world. Its addition is a significant step towards enhancement of the IAF's combat capabilities. Speaking on the occasion, Chief of Air Staff, Air Chief Marshal B.S. Dhanoa said, Apache attack helicopters are being purchased to replace the MI-35 fleet. Today, with the induction of the Apache 864E, the IAF has upgraded its inventory to the latest generation of attack helicopters. And these helicopters have been modified specifically to suit the exacting standards demanded by the IAF. I am very happy to note that the delivery schedule is on time, with eight helicopters being delivered and the first set of crew being trained by the Boeing along with the United States Army. The Cabinet today approved recapitalization of IDBI Bank with a one-time infusion of funds by both the government and the LIC. Briefing the media after the Cabinet meeting in New Delhi, Union Minister Prakash Javrekar said capital infusion of 9,000 crore rupees has been approved into IDBI Bank, including 4,557 crores by the government as one-time recapitalization. IDBI Bank, Sarkari Bank, पिछले साल एलआईसी ने इक्यावन फीसदी शेयर्स उसके लिए और गवर्नमेंट आज भी उनचास फीसदी शेयर्स उसमें रखती है इसकी कैपिटल एडेक्सी बढ़ाने के लिए 9000 करोड़ रुपए देने की आज योजना बनाई है एलआईसी 4700 करोड़ देगी 4557 करोड़ सरकार देगी तो एलआईसी और आईडीबीआई इकट्ठा आने से दोनों का फायदा हुआ है the Cabinet Committee on Economic Affairs, CCEA, has approved an increase in the price of ethanol procured by public sector oil marketing companies for one year with effect from December this year. The approval was given for fixing higher ethanol price derived from different raw materials under the Ethanol Blended Petrol Program for the forthcoming sugar season 2019-20 during ethanol supply year from the 1st of December 2019 to the 30th of November 2020. Union Minister of Consumer Affairs, Food and Public Distribution, Rambilas Paswan, today exhorted states to buy pulses and onions from the central buffer for retailing in states and union territories to ease pressure on prices. He was addressing the media after the fifth national consultation meeting of state ministers, secretaries and other officials in New Delhi. The minister stressed on the need for creation of a price stabilization fund in each state to ensure that price rise can be effectively tackled at the state level itself. At the stock markets, the Sensex and the Nifty posted deep cuts today. A report. The Sensex at the Bombay Stock Exchange tanked 770 points or 2.1% to close at 36,563. The Nifty plummeted 225 points to 10,798. At the Forex market, the rupee slumped 97 peso to an over 9-month low of 72.39 against the dollar. In the bullion market, gold jumped 538 rupees to 38,987 rupees per 10 grams in Delhi. And in the international market, Brent crude oil futures slid $1.24 to $57.42 per barrel. News. A condolence meeting for former Finance Minister Arun Jaitley was held in New Delhi today. Vice President M. Venkaya Naidu, Home Minister Amit Shah, BJP Working President J.P. Nadda and Senior Party Leader Murli Manohar Joshi were among those present on the occasion. A day after the separation from the orbiter, the lander Vikram of Chandrayaan-2 successfully underwent its first deorbit maneuver this morning. 
it helped the lander to arrive at a 104 by 128 kilometer orbit around the moon. Our correspondent reports that ISRO has planned to bring the lander closer to the moon's surface through another deorbit maneuver tomorrow evening. The two short duration maneuvers are necessary to bring the lander Vikram to a best suited path from where it can be nudged towards the lunar surface. ISRO has said both the orbiter and the lander which are now in separate orbits are sound in health. They are being continuously monitored from the mission's operations complex at the ISRO telemetry tracking and command network aided by the Indian deep space network antennas in Bengaluru. The last leg of the mission would be the powered descent in the V hours on the 7th of this month for 15 minutes that would lead the lunar craft to land on the moon's terrain. Jay Singh, AR News, Chennai. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson today lost working majority in the House of Commons as Conservative MP Philip Lee defected to the Liberal Democrats. This came ahead of a showdown between Boris and Tory rebels over Brexit. Philip Lee, the MP for Bracknell, took his seat on the opposition benches as the Prime Minister addressed the Commons. He said the government was pursuing a damaging Brexit in unprincipled ways, putting lives and livelihoods at risk. Boris Johnson told MPs he wanted a negotiated exit from the EU and insisted there had been progress in the talks. On to sports. Indian women's cricket great and ODI captain Mithali Raj announced her retirement from T20 internationals today. The 36-year-old said she wants to focus on her ODI career, keeping in mind the 2021 World Cup in New Zealand. Mithali is the first Indian woman to reach the landmark of 2,000 T20 runs. She ended her T20 career with 2,364 runs from 89 matches at an average of 37.5 and the highest score of 97 not out. Steve Smith dethroned Indian captain Virat Kohli to reclaim the top spot in ICC test rankings released today. Two of the most prolific batsmen in the world cricket currently, Steve Smith and Virat Kohli are separated by a single rating point in the latest test rankings. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Prime Minister Narendra Modi leaves on a three-day visit to Russia to attend 5th Eastern Economic Forum and India-Russia Annual Summit. Prime Minister exhorts teachers to stimulate creativity among students to find solutions to their day-to-day -day problems. Restrictions on mobile phones in entire Jammu and Kashmir to be lifted in a few weeks, says Home Minister Amit Shah. Indian Air Force inducts eight Apache attack helicopters to enhance its combat capabilities. Cabinet clears recapitalization of IDBI Bank with one-time infusion of funds by government and LIC. And that's all in the news at 9. Good night.